Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Hey, loyal podcast listeners. This is your host, Michael Smalley, wanting to remind you, check out SmalleyInstitute.com because you can go there and sign up today for free to the number one reason relationships fail online course. When you sign up, you will start learning immediately exactly why relationships get in trouble, whether it's marriage, parenting, friendships, business, doesn't matter because all relationships get stuck in a universal pattern, and when you don't know it, you fail. So sign up today at smalleyinstitute.com for the number one reason relationships fail online course. Day three of the 28 statements from Jesus that will transform your relationship. This has been honestly an exciting journey for myself, and I hope that you figure out the benefit of coming along with me on this journey for 28 days and focusing exclusively on the commands and statements of Jesus Christ. If you're wanting freedom, this is where it comes from. If you want change, this is where it comes from. It comes from an intimate, personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And these shows aren't just for the non-believer, by the way. I, I often wonder, well, I mean, Scripture talks about. There's a lot of people that think they're saved and think that they're a disciple. And they're not because they don't know Christ. And they don't really follow him. And this isn't about a religion. This is about a love affair with, with Jesus. And it's about knowing who he is. What did he say? And do I know his commands that lead to freedom, that lead to change? So we're on day three. And today's statement is John is from John 1 43 and Jesus said the next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee he found Philip and said to him come follow me wow I mean how incredible is that you know could you imagine being Philip minding your own business and God's at work, and here you come face-to-face with the Messiah, and he says, come, follow me. Our theme so far has been to not just believe in Jesus, but obey. So that belief has to work itself out. Your belief, you don't, you don't really believe if you're not acting on it. I, I like using an illustration at my live events a lot. 
where I will have a chair of some sort on stage and I'll ask somebody, I'll pick some unsuspecting person. Usually, just so you know, if you're at one of my live events, I'm going to pick you if you're looking away and you seem terrified or you're looking down and you won't get eye contact. That virtually guarantees that I'm going to pick you. So I'll pick some poor unsuspecting attendee and I'll go, hey, do you believe in this chair? And I'll show that the chair is a real chair and that it's firm and it's solid. It's going to hold me up. I'll sit on it and I'll ask, do you believe that this chair would hold you if I asked you to come up here and sit in it? And of course, they always say, well, yeah, of course I do. But the illustration is, okay, so come and sit in it. But then I don't let them. Like, I'm like, nope, stay there. If if you say you believe in this chair, but yet you won't get up and act on that belief, and you won't come and actually sit in the chair, you don't believe in the chair. You can say all you want. Your actions are a gateway to your belief. Your actions are the fruit of your belief. And this is why obedience is so critical in really knowing Christ. It's not about religion. It's about love. It's about, it's about obedience. And if you really believe in Christ, you're gonna obey him. That's the natural outcome of a genuine belief. But today, when he said, Philip, come follow me, today is about the cost of freedom, about the cost of following Christ. Because when you follow Jesus, you can lose your family. And you can read that in Matthew 10, 37 and 38. Jesus asks and, and is basically saying, look, give up your life. You can lose you know, it can cost you your own life. You can read about that in Luke 14, 26 and 27. It's going to cost you your pride, as we read in Mark 8, 34. In essence, it will cost you anything you value more than Jesus. That's the cost. This solves a lot of things in your life because Again, this isn't about some ridiculous, rigid line in the sand, like you're not allowed to have money, or you're not allowed to do this, or you can't do that, or you can't do this. No, it's in whatever you're doing, is that more important to you than Jesus? Is your wife, is your husband, is your family more important to you than Jesus? Are your children more important to you than Christ? Is alcohol, drugs, any other kind of sex addiction, are those things, all of it, for me, whatever the behavior is, can be good or evil, right? Christians, we tend to draw these goofy boundaries, like, well, you can't do this, and you can't do that. Well, hold on a minute. It's not about doing this or doing that or even the action. It's about what's the heart behind what you're doing. If you're enjoying a glass of wine, at dinner, because it helps you relax, great. If you're doing it to escape your problems, bad. Okay, I mean, you can take sex, right? Sex can be good or evil. If you're engaged sexually with your spouse and you're, you're doing so in a serving, loving, honoring manner, great. But if you're married, that doesn't mean you just get to have and do whatever you want. 
So you could be married and still be living in sin sexually because you're dishonoring your spouse. It's about the heart behind what we do. We must accept and follow Jesus' leadership, his command and guidance. The cost is that I'm no longer the center of my universe. Christ is, and he's going to ask me to sacrifice for him and for others. Am I willing? Am I willing to accept that cost? So how does Jesus' statement in 143, John one forty three come follow me, this cost of freedom, how does that help your relationship? It's freedom. That's what you need. When you follow him, you're free from the junk and the consequences of sin in this world. When Jesus is number one, you can't help but react to that person who matters most to you in a fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. When you follow Christ, when you give up your life for him, when you put everything else, when you put him above everything else in your life, it's the fruit of the Spirit that's going to be evident through you. So how does it help your relationship? Good gracious. Here's the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I mean, I don't know. You tell me. Are those things going to help out your relationship? Good gracious. And I bet a lot of you listening right now are like, yeah, my spouse could use some of that. No, it's not about your spouse. It's not about your child. It's not about your friend, your family member, your sibling, your parent. This relationship is about you. What does it cost you? And the fruit of that obedience is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's what it gives you. That's why Jesus needs to be number one in your life. And why you want to be obedient to his commands, what he says. I'm going to end today with a lovely quote from Mark Twain. Kindness is the language which the deaf can hear and the blind can My heart skips skipping the beat. You're not close enough, so that space between you and me, let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music, girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.